The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison and Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations. The Tone Factory Recording Studios in Las Vegas, Moonshot.com T-Shirt Designs, Mr. Antenna, and Banger Brewing in downtown Las Vegas. It's The Fake Show with Jim Toffey. Yes, that is the theme song from the 60s hit TV show, That Girl, starring Marlo Thomas. She was nominated for several awards for that show and much more. Phil Donahue is often referred to as the king of daytime talk. His TV show had a 29-year run for which he won 10 Emmys for Outstanding Host. Phil and Marlo have been married for 40 years and they started kicking around the idea of writing a book where they would interview other couples with successful marriages and the name of their book is what makes a marriage last i've got marlo and phil on the line right now from their home in new york good morning you two how are you hi jim we're good we're good jim how about you Oh, good. Thank you for asking. It's early there. It's not too bad. Marlo, by the way, there was a rerun of That Girl on this week where you were in Las Vegas. I'm sure you remember those episodes. I love that. We had a lot of fun and that did that show, yeah. Got it at the Desert Inn. Right. And, of course, the, uh, the landscape has changed so much since then. Congratulations on the book. How have you two been doing sheltering in place and talking about it? Well, I think we've been doing pretty good. Well, yeah, and... and- and learning things, really. It's amazing what I've learned about Marlo. Just, you know, watching her go through her daily activity. Uh, I mean, she's a water bug. She can do, she makes a right-hand turn, boom. Uh, and she's, you know, whether it's uh, on the computer or a laptop or the phone, no matter what it is, she, she appar- apparently does it and doesn't, Lose her place. I mean, that's still... <laughs> I've always been like that, but he's never really seen me in action because I'm usually, you know, I'm home for a bit, then I'm running to a meeting, and so. But now every meeting and everything I'm doing is all right here on Zoom or phone or something. So he's seeing me more in action than usual, and I, I kind of thought it was funny that he said, "You're a water bug." I said, "I, I am." <laughs> <laughs> I'm a slow learner. <laughs> at our wedding, that I uh, I married a hospital, <laughs> children's research hospital in Memphis, Tennessee, is very much a part of uh, the Thomas family, and by marriage, it involves me. Yes, of course. Your book, of course, on successful marriages. Have you talked to any of your subjects since after they've been cooped up for the last three months to see if they're still together? Yeah, they are. They're, they're very much together. We've spoken to <laughs> the Reiners and Ray Romano and, uh, and Anna and uh, Kelly and Mark. We've spoken to a lot of them. Uh-huh. But it's likely that if there are any out there, you know, who somehow didn't survive... <laughs> It's very right. likely they call us. <laughs> right. You know, you, you interviewed Jimmy and Rosalind Carter. What is it that works for them? They've been married for decades. Well, I, I think that they have tremendous respect for each other. And when we asked President Carter what he thought the secret to a lasting marriage was, and he said space, you've got to give each other space uh, to do what they want to do and not judge it and... and uh, and you know, and allow whatever it is to happen, and I I think that's that's true. It's just as close 
as Phil and I are, and we've certainly been close this past couple of months because we we've been very strict about about social distancing. We we've stayed home uh, since March. Uh, we've only gone out to, to walk in the park and get exercise and stuff, but we haven't had friends over and we haven't gone to friends' homes. We've we've really been careful. Our, our governor Cuomo is, has been very. Uh, helpful in that way, guiding the, the, the city and the state, That's which is why our cases are way down. But um, so even though we're on top of each other here, we have, uh, you know, given each other space and, you know, let each other just be alone and quiet when we want to be and not be invading each other's space. And also being together a lot and having three meals together a day, which we normally do when we're on vacation, uh, because usually we're you know, each of doing our own thing. We we always have dinner together, but, you know, not all three meals. We've had all three meals and made them together, so that's been great. And the other thing that the Carters do is they, they read the Bible every night, right? They do, yeah. They do. They read the Bible to each other before they go to sleep. In Spanish, too. Yeah. By the way, there's a terrific uh, marriage photo of the Carters very early on in the book, the first three or four pages. Yes. I am pleased to call your attention. Oh, it's so it's so cute. He's 21 and she's 19. Wow. The fun yeah. thing about the book is the wedding photos. You see it there? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, uh, and the Ray Romano one is great. It's a typical 1970 kind of Italian wedding. I know I'm Italian, so I know what those look like. <laughs> you included uh, Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick in the book, and but Kevin needed a little bit of persuading. Yeah, he did. Well, very much like Phil, Phil's a very per- private guy. And when I first brought up this idea to him, he said, oh, no, I don't want to do it. I don't want to talk about our marriage, which, which, of course, he talked about our marriage a lot once we got interviewing with the people. But, no, Kevin was worried about it. He said, I don't want to be be personal. And I said, well, we're not going to ask you, you know, any deeply. We never ask anybody about their sex life. It came up, you know. Uh, Allie <laughs> Wentworth was married to George Stephanopoulos said, I think the secret to a good marriage is you have to have sex and a lot of it. <laughs> That's what she said. And I, on Saturday afternoons, we say to our daughters, we're taking a nap. And the daughters go, oh, how gross, you know. <laughs> People brought up what they wanted to talk about. But with Kevin and uh, Kira, I'm so glad we did get to talk to them because they lost all of their savings, 30 years of savings to the Bernie Madoff scandal. And that was a challenge to come back from that, especially because her father was the one who recommended it, her stepfather. But they didn't blame each other, and they just, you know, worked hard and make the money back. So that was what was interesting. All the challenges Michael J. Fox and Tracy Pollan faced his uh, d- diagnosis of Parkinson's just three years into their marriage, and Jesse Jackson. Yeah, and and also... Uh, it just events of the world can can alter a marriage. Imagine being the wife of the oh, yes. captain who landed the plane in the Hudson River, Sullenberger. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I'm talking to him, and he, I look at this woman, and she said, I'm Laurie. And I thought to myself, Laurie, <laughs> wow. Well, one day the world fell on your house. Uh-huh. You imagine the pressure on that pa- and that couple after uh, this, you know, page one above the fold uh, story was revealed to the world by every newspaper in the world. And so, you know, I mean, these are things you can't 
plan for. Exactly. But it is it is an example of what can happen. Uh, you know, it's a long way from the beautiful white dress, the rice that people throw. Right. All the compliments at your at your wedding. Before I let you go, and I'm I'm sorry that we're we're short on time, but did, did talking to all of these couples throughout this uh, time span where you were doing the book did it illuminate anything for you about your own marriage? I'm sure that you you learned some things. Well, we did. I think that's Jay, a very good question. Yeah, I think Jay, what we we adopted a few tools with James Carville. Tell Jim what James Carville said. I think we're running out of time, so do, go fast. This sounds cliched, but it really works. When you find yourself going around and around on an unimportant issue, really, and that's a lot of times, uh, yada, 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 around and around, uh, Carville recommends kick that can down the road. And the first time I used it, we we both sat there and looked at each other and started laughing because... We knew the source of this, you know, marriage advice. Right. And we began to, and we began to realize how fundamental this was. And how petty the argument is. Yeah. You're going around and around, but you said you, no, you said you would, but I didn't, but you did, and blah, 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 round and around and around. Until finally he said, let's kick this can down the road. And the minute <laughs> he said that, we both thought, you know, it's true. This is just a waste of time. But we get stuck in a little you know, power struggle. We all do. Well, you said you would. Well, no, you said you would, you know. And it's uh, it's like two little kids on a schoolyard. Get out of it. That's wonderful. The book is wonderful, and uh, I, I can't recommend it enough. It's Phil Donahue and Marlo Thomas with What Makes a Marriage Last. It's now at uh, Amazon.com and more. So nice talking to you and honor, and, and good luck going forward. Thank you so Thank much. You so Thank much. you very much. Thank you. So I had to give Phil equal time. This is the theme to the Donahue Show. Some of you might not know that the late Don Grady, who played Robbie Douglas on My Three Sons, wrote this song. He actually had a very successful career as a writer and composer. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show. I'm Jim Tofty. I'll see you back here next time. Take The Fake Show on the road by listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.